Hey, hello and welcome. You're listening to another episode of the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for Entrepreneurs, and I'm your host, Brian Silverthorne. And it's my mission to help entrepreneurs make a difference and also to help them navigate the sometimes challenging worlds of startup and growth or relaunch. And today we're going to dig deep with our guests and get you some great information to help you fast track your business. And our special guest today is Scott Mason. And Scott says he's a myth slayer who combines his years of executive experience with Greek mythology to help folks magnetize and monetize professional freedom. Welcome to the show, Scott. That sounds like fun. Thank you, Brian. It is so awesome to be part of the Evolvepreneur world. Uh, thank you for having me. Great. We're happy to have you, and, and I'm anxious to learn from you here. So uh, why don't you let the folks know where you're hanging out today? I am hanging out in New York City, Upper West Side near Central Park. So if you're in town, look me up, and I'm happy to give you a tour of the park. It's a beautiful place. Boy, it is, yes. Every time we see overhead shots on TV, my wife says, how can they get something that big right in the middle? <laughs> 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 yeah, it, it's there. Yeah, it's some expensive real estate these days. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I can imagine. So what inspired you to uh, combine these two uh, bits of experience to do what you do now? Thank you for asking that. You know, I am on my fourth career and all of the prior careers I had, while interesting and successful, weren't quite satisfying. As I began to launch into this phase of my career and decided that I really wanted to help folks out who were professionals seeking some sort of guidance and, and coaching and support, I had to really go within and figure what were the key themes in my life that I could tie together and create something that was truly unique highly differentiated, but ultimately able to provide service to those who have been in need. And this is what came out. I've been fascinated with Greek mythology my entire life. My professional experience lended itself to uh, a mix of that. Um, and I'm providing great work for some amazing entrepreneurs and other executives and professionals out there. Great. Now, that's a very interesting combination of, <laughs> of uh, disciplines, I guess, for lack of a better word. So when you got started, what was the, the biggest challenge that you had to face? Two related challenges that ultimately are branches of the same tree. First of all, as you yourself just mentioned, combining Greek mythology with business, particularly with entrepreneurial growth and transformation, is something that I would say a lot of people are not doing. <laughs> and so it was an idea that had to take hold, that people had to begin to understand. When I first would say, I'm talking about Greek mythology and how it can help you magnetize and monetize professional freedom, people would just look at me in a blank way. Huh? I don't get it. The initial reactions, and this goes us to the second challenge, were negative. This is stupid. What you're doing sucks. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's terrible. I got DMs, postings online, all sorts of negativity associated with that. Ultimately, that ended up being a harbinger of great stuff to come. But those things together, the co combination of people not necessarily getting it and then reacting with hostility to something that was new or different, ultimately was a real barrier that I had to learn to overcome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, due to its uh, 
unorthodox sounding nature, I can see where it would be a challenge to get people to believe it. The hostility part I don't get and I have never gotten. But uh, unfortunately, there are folks out there that do that for no good reason. Yeah, it's part of it. Hey, look, at the end of the day, I was triggering an emotional reaction. That's why I felt it was a harbinger of things to come. Normally, yeah. I'm probably like you. I, If I don't like something, I just move on. I don't feel the need to tell the person. But yeah. it was triggering something, and that was good news. Okay, good, good. So uh, now that you're up and running, what's your current focus? Current focus is working on profession, working with professionals, whether they are entrepreneurs, and most of my clients right now are entrepreneurs or other professionals who are somehow feeling stuck or stagnant, either in their leadership or in their business or service offerings, maybe perhaps in their business or career itself. So I help them identify the myths within that are holding them back. I take them to the Oracle so they can have some revelation about where they need to go. And then I help them become charismatic Olympians that are able to ultimately build a plan that brings their new vision for tomorrow to life. That, that, that sounds not only interesting, but the way you present it, very exciting. So that's, that's uh, good. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> I love hearing that. Thank you. So uh, what's your vision or goal uh, in your business, say, in the next three years? First of all, I feel that the very unusual nature of the program that I have, as well as the brand and the brand shading, allow it to begin to shift discussion about what career can be and what connection to purpose can look like, as well as how all of that can be manifested. So in the next few years, going to a direct answer of your question, purely from a thought leadership perspective, I want to be in a space where dialogue is beginning to shift in a way that people understand the power of Greek mythology as a true transformative tool, number one. Number two, I want to have multiple streams of revenue that are beginning to tie into this. Uh, things like the usual things, books, uh, speaking opportunities, as well as a full roster of coaching clients that I would love to be able to scale out over time and have the word spread by other folks that are committed to this very unique way of viewing the world and, and allowing the, the clients to go through these powerful transformations that they do. Right. So do, do you have a plan to make this all happen? It sounds pretty ambitious. Yeah. You know, one of the things I urge all of my clients to do, and I have extensive experience in large organizational life, is developing a plan. And so I actually do have probably a two to three year plan out. Now, I am a believer in two things with regards to planning. Number one, making sure that it's living. Number two, and, and don't just stick to it no matter what. And number two, if, if the pandemic has taught us anything, uh, to make sure that it is flexible and that it is quick to be able to be adjusted as circumstances change. And so while I have general plans that can, you know, consider the benchmarks that I'm looking towards and or um, the general goals that I'm seeking when it comes to the details, uh, I personally favor a little bit of flexibility there. Um, uh, having, you know, those accountability systems in place, but understanding, hey, if there's another economic catastrophe of some sort or whatever, or if opportunities present themselves, go with the flow. Yeah, it, it, it's always good to have a, 
a, a general plan, but like you say, it needs to be flexible. It's like if you were planning a road trip of two or 3,000 miles, uh, you know, you could get a flat tire. The hotel you show up to, your reservation's wrong. You, so you got to make changes along the way. So I agree with you there. Yeah. And not only that, but then sometimes good stuff can happen that you're not anticipating and you want to be able to be flexible. Let's say you decide to drive and all of a sudden as you're driving on this vacation, you just talk, spoke about Brian, you realize, I don't know how this would happen, but you realize that let's say Disney had built a brand new park 1000 miles away from where you are. Are you just going to blow by the new park, <laughs> even acknowledge that it's there? Or are you going to stop and have some fun, take it in and then finish your journey? I don't know about you, I'm stopping to have some fun. <laughs> well, I'm good at stopping to have some fun. I don't know if Disney's on my list, for that, but but there's some other definition of fun may be better for me. My grandkid, my grandkids would love Disney. But. Uh, absolutely, I got so, you. So, uh, if somebody wanted to reach out to you from for some help, how do they find you? And what, let's start this way. Who's your ideal client first? And then how do they find you? Thank you. Ideal client is a professional of any sort who is successful, who as they have climbed either their corporate ladder or have perhaps become successful as business owners, they're beginning to feel just like something is amiss like they're ready to go on a different sort of journey. They are probably feeling from a psychographic perspective, disconnected from their business or from their future, um, maybe a little bit of drift, and they're seeking grounding as well as a process for going on not only a new journey, but making sure that that journey is the right one. And if that is who you are, um, then I'm the right guy for you. Okay, sounds good. So how do they find you? Thank you. Well, first of all, you can follow me on social media. I am on LinkedIn via the handle, the myth slayer, one word or Instagram S dot Scott underscore Mason. That's S dot underscore Mason. And I have a website, myfreedomrocks.com. It's under construction right now, but by the time this episode's published, it is almost certain to be live and ready to go. Excellent. So we're getting toward the end here. You got uh, any final thoughts for budding entrepreneurs or even those that have been entrepreneurs for a while and, and maybe struggling and, and looking for something else or a new way to do things? Brian, I've experienced it myself. When you're stuck, when you're feeling like things just aren't where they need to be, but you don't know where to go or how to move forward. Um, for me, it has felt like bicycling in a park in the dark and glasses that are foggy. It can feel difficult to uh, figure out amidst everything else going on in your life, how to make that change. It's possible. And when you do it, I always tell folks, you don't just change your life for the better. You become an Olympian. Nothing better than that. That's true. There, there we go to the Greek mythology attachment. So <laughs> very good. So I think that's a great way to, to finish this up. So that's a wrap for another great guest episode of the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for Entrepreneurs. And just before you go, if you liked it, please give us a five-star review and uh, share it with a couple of friends. And if you want to catch up on some past episodes or make sure you 
our uh, get contacted for all the new ones, please go to evolvepreneursecrets.show. And if you're an entrepreneur and you got a great idea rolling around in your head, let's get it out there today. Thanks for listening.